Welcome to Witch Yes, a podcast for casual conjuring, witches in training, and chaos, drama, madness, and confusion. I'm Alicia Herter. <gasps> and I'm Tara Kat. Where did your mid-Atlantic accent come from? <laughs> I've been here too long. You've been watching Cora. That's it. I've been watching Grey Gardens. <laughs> a staunch woman. They didn't know. I love it. The relatives didn't know they were dealing with a staunch woman. It's so good. What a good fucking movie. On today's episode, Mayan Astrology Part 1. Ah, that's it. What? That's all today. That's all today. Today's a long day for us. <laughs> that's all we can do today. But don't worry, you'll get the rest in the next episode. It's a two-parter, baby. That's literally what I was doing in my head. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I'm in there. Yeah. <laughs> You're like the little SpongeBob's in my head, like going through the filing cabinets, <laughs> burning shit I don't need. Yeah. Yeah. That's us. That's What's friendship. What's my name? How are you? I'm wonderful. I am so excited to be just done with this phase of my life and transition into the realm of stay-at-home childless wife. Oh, I love that for you. In my robe all the time. Yes. Eating the cat food. Eating the cat food. <laughs> Looking at a, a really beautiful painting of myself when I was in my early 30s. Oh, and being like, Wait. I was her. Yes. I'm so beautiful. You're going to look at wedding pictures and be like, I had an 18-inch waist. That's what my great aunt Jean does. Does she really? Uh, like 18 inches? You need a sandwich. Come on. <laughs> Baby, 18 inches. I mean, it was back, you know, in the yonder days with like black and white television. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, a different time. They didn't time. have organs back then. No. I remember now. You like, we gained organs with all the processed food. Because mm -hmm. it had to process something. <laughs> they, had to, they had to have something to process. <laughs> uh, women fought really hard for the right to the, the big intestines. Mm -hmm. And they won that battle. Yeah. In 1978. Oh, beautiful. What a time to be alive. Roe was still around. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. How are you? I'm going to see you so soon. You're going to see so me excited. so soon. I know. I'm very excited, too. I've been directing a short play. And if mm -hmm. anyone's in Los Angeles, you guys should come see it. It's part of five plays with an organization called A Light in Dark Places. The performance dates are September 8th, 9th, and 10th, and then the weekend of the 15th, 16th, and 17th of September. And A Light and Dark Place is a, a really cool organization that tries to break down the stigma around suicide. And so each play covers a part of like suicide awareness and like the experience of it without it actually being triggering, which I know it sounds super triggering, but they actually really do a good job of curating different pieces that just show like the experience of like the people who lose someone to suicide. And then afterwards, it will be a Q&A with a mental health professional and complimentary like drinks afterwards. It'll be a very oh. cute experience. So I recommend anyone who can to go to alightanddarkplaces.eventbrite.com and get your ticket. Wow, that's amazing. Isn't it cool? Alicia's been, 
been talking about working on this and it's really been like a labor of love and I'm so excited to see it come to fruition for it to be born. Thank you. Me too. I'm so excited. Yeah. So it's like that's coming up. Your wedding's coming up. Just a lot of very exciting things. And you know, mm-hmm. Alicia world. And then it will be all about Alicia's wedding, which I am very For the excited. next two years. Yeah. Until it actually happens. Mm-hmm. Which is great. A nice long engagement. Mm-hmm. Plenty of time. I know. Mama's in no rush, baby. I'm just vibing over here. And you know who else is vibing? The Patreon. Is that the answer? That was the answer. Good job. Oh my gosh. Baby witches, we are approaching our 100th Patreon episode. You have been hearing about it for a while, but it is coming. Oh my goodness. We have over 36 extra hours of bonus content. It's crazy. Including videos, top secret witchy tea, and more. Uh, Last week, we did the horrors of El Chupacabra. El Chupacabra. And I could not get over the fact I kept saying Puerto Rico. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, well, at least I knew it was a U.S. territory. That's good. And then next week, it's going to be the Egyptian goddess. Ooh. Bastet. Bastet? I don't know. Bastet? Bastet? We'll find out when we record it. Uh, Yeah. I'll be basin. (laughs) You're going to be comatose at that point. (laughs) She will not be there for that conversation. And so today... We're going to talk about Mayan horoscopes and Mayan astrology. So this is another Alicia. Alicia brought this to our table. And I was like, how? I didn't even know this existed. I didn't how know did you either. Here? I actually had one friend who was like, do you know what your Mayan horoscope is? And I was like, what the fuck? No, I don't. And so we looked it up and I was like, this is such a complicated system. Like, I want to know more about it. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. kind of why I was like, fuck it, let's do it. Like, it can't be that hard. Oh, we were wrong. Oh, there is a reason this is a two-parter. And it's not necessarily that it was, like, hard. There's just a lot to it. Yeah. And a lot, like, lost to history. Mm-hmm. So we're here to give you the overview, the long overview of the Mayan horoscopes. Yes, the, the crash course, the, the two-week crash course in Mayan astrology. Exactly. So as a child, mm-hmm. I was obsessed with three things. Me. Dogs. Before I met you. Oh, okay. I was a woman when we met. <laughs> Dogs, becoming a witch, and zoo books, and zoo book related material. Oh, I love zoo book shit. Oh my gosh. Do you remember the commercials? The one yeah, with like the giraffe, the iconic. Could never yes. forget. 100%. And where is she now? Where is she now? Well, I don't know. Probably dead. Probably dead. That was a long time ago. I don't know how long drafts live. I hope it's maybe it's turtle rules. But anyway. Yeah. So growing up in Folsom, California, which was a cow town at the time, the library kid section was literally one and a half bookshelves. And most of the zoo books were always checked out by the time my family was able to drag their five children to the library. (laughs) So to survive. I became heavily invested in the Eyewitness Handbook series. Have you heard of this? You would recognize it because they were at every Scholastics book fair, but they were always too expensive. I don't recognize it in terms of like name recognition, but the picture you posted that has this like cats on it and they're different breeds Mm -hmm. of cats. This looks very familiar. This is definitely in that cat fancy, dog fancy world that young Alicia was living in in Indiana. Yes, yes. 
So they had books on cats. They had books on mummies, Ooh. volcanoes, and of course, the ancient Maya. I'm kind of surprised they did have a book on the ancient <laughs> I know, Maya. Right? <laughs> yeah. I wasn't the only American girl doll obsessed with Mayan culture. Western pop culture would be consumed by Maya mania, they called it, up until December 21st, 2012, when the Mayan calendar was up and the world was supposed to end. Oh, I remember that. Where were you? With you, probably. 2012? Well, I don't even know. Would we have been at home? Well, December 21st, 2012. Oh, we were a lot older. We were in college. Yeah. So we were probably drunk. We were probably drunk that day. That sounds about right. December 21st? Yeah. The solstice? Yeah, I think so. 100%. <laughs> John Cusack told us that this was going to happen. And when the fateful day came and went, and Earth did not get popped out like a piñata, Maya mania fell to the wayside for new and exciting doomsday obsessions like the second coming of Jesus Christ and Pizzagate. Why are we taking anything from John Cusack to begin with? Like, why are we taking his Oh, he his was thoughts? in the movie. He was in a movie. He was in the 2012 movie. Oh, uh, okay, okay. All right. I would never think that that would be him, but it was. I see now. I was I like, get him mixed up who is with this fool? War of the Worlds. That's Tom Cruise. And then I get also him mixed up with National Treasure. Like those three movies come together to make a polycule for me. I don't think I saw that movie. National Treasure? No, no, no. no. I mean, I love National Treasure. But the John Cusack one. 2012? Oh, yeah. There's, like, a really famous scene of, like, these monks are, like, banging, like, this warning gong. And, like, the ocean rips up over the side of the Himalayan mountains. Oh. And, like, blasts them into smithereens. And, like, there's also another really great scene where John Cusack and his wife have gotten a divorce. And she recently remarried a guy that's, like, glasses and, like, book smarts, which, Mm -hmm. like, doesn't vibe with John Cusack's whole, like, gritty, like troubled past like archetype yeah and um glasses guy the new uh stepdad has a pilot's license so they steal a two-seater plane to try and save their children they're trying to co-parent and he's like driving down like los angeles oh my uh, god in, in the streets as like trying to get the plane to take off while like the street is opening up with lava <sighs> This is very triggering to me as someone who has to be in a plane next week. I don't like this. At least the lava would be on the ground. Yes. That makes me feel a little bit better. There's no lava in the sky for the most part. No volcanoes in the U.S.? No, I'm sure there's a volcano in the U.S. There are several. But they're nowhere near where you are or where where you're going to be. Thank goodness. Too many scary natural disasters. Talk to me about it. And then now we have to talk about the Mayan (laughs) with their secret knowledge. Hey, they probably know more than we do. So lurking in the underbelly of this ancient culture was another witchy obsession just waiting to be set free. So who were the Mayans? The Mayan civilization, who would play her? Ooh, I don't know. I feel like racially she doesn't fit, but it's America Ferreira's time. Yeah. She's playing everyone. She's up Mm -hmm. and down Hollywood. Like, all we want is America Ferreira to play every single person. The president. The vice president. Joe Joe Biden, Jill Biden. Putin. I want it to be America (laughs) Ferreira. She's like, toss the billionaire out the window. (laughs) Shoot some missiles. 
I love it. So the Maya civilization laid out its first settlements in 1800 BC, before the Common Era. Mm -hmm. But it would really reach its peak around 250 AD to 900 AD. They boasted a population ranging from 2 to 10 million that lived in 40 major cities in what is now Belize, Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador, as well as Tabasco and Chiapas regions of Mexico. 10 million is a lot of people. Yeah, I actually looked it up, and England wouldn't reach 10 million until the 1800s. Wow. I mean, that's like such a small country. England? Like Which Britain? One? Britain. Because it's like a little island thing. Right, exactly. But also, they only had 40 cities. Wow. Like, that's crazy. I love this. Okay, good. So they were hopping. They were popping. They had pop culture. They had memes. They were highly advanced mathematicians, astronomers, architects, and artists. Yeah. Their social structure is pretty run-of-the-mill with the kings at the top, followed by a priestly class, then the scribes and government officials. This was like the high class, and you did not mess with the king and his priests because they spoke directly to God. Yeah, that's too much. You don't want to be that close to God. It drives you to madness, chaos, and confusion. (laughs) They look you in the eyes and you turn to stone. (laughs) The middle class consisted of artisans, craftsmen, and warriors. And then the low class were farmers and slaves. And nearly all physical labor was done via slave labor at this time. You qualified for slavery. Oh, you have qualifications. Deductible. Your resume. Yeah. You qualified for slavery if you were a criminal, an orphan, a prisoner of war, or the child of any of those people. A child of an orphan? Mm-hmm. Wow. Isn't that sad? That is sad. Yeah. But, you know, kids used to work all the time back in the day. Oh, yeah. Kids were go-getters. This generation. Oh, so lazy. Their, so lazy. Their Tic Tacs and their, mm-hmm. their UFOs. I know. It's like, yes, I mean, I just want to eat avocado toast and drink pumpkin spice lattes. That's like who I am. It reminded me a lot of like most class systems, like those of pre-occupation Japan and India, where there's like no upward mobility, right? You're kind of like where you are and that's where you're always going to be. And I wonder, I don't know if we, maybe you're going to get into this, but maybe you're not. I wonder, because in India, it's kind of like, like a Buddhism thing of you're just born in there and that's who you need to be. And then you ascend through like karma. I wonder mm-hmm. if it's the same thing or not. I don't I didn't run into any reincarnation, did you? No. But I didn't look. But maybe it's just easier that way to just be like, you're poor, so just stay poor. Yeah. You're an orphan. I need people to work. I don't know what to say. I'm sorry. Luck was not on yeah. your side. The people need to do their sheen hauls. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Hmm. The Maya were polytheistic, so that's lots of gods, and practiced animism. So this is the chair is no. situation. Oh, well, they would have chairs. They would have chairs. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I said mathematicians, and therefore geometry is possible, and I'm sure they're quite comfortable. Yeah. They would sit on something. In the Mayan cosmology, the Earth was flat, and it was watched over by four gods that stood guard at each corner of the globe. Above the world, there were 13 levels of heavens watched over by their 13 gods, and below were the nine layers of the underworld watched over by their nine death lords. I want to be a death lord. What's the class... What, which cast do I have to get into? Orphan. <laughs> Child of orphan. Orphan to be the queen death lord. Mm-hmm. Ooh, sounds sexy. When you died of natural causes, your soul would be sent to the bottom of the underworld, where it would have to work its way up the 22 levels of the cosmos until it reached heaven. When you died, you have to still work? 
Yes, you have to you have to climb that corporate ladder, girl. Is there never an end? Well, the only way to skip the line, because there is a way to skip the line. Mm, is to get the fast pass at Disney World. Yep, you call ahead. Yeah. You just But you do have to pay an extra forty five dollars for that little lanyard yeah. they're gonna give you. So you better have some money. What would happen is that you could skip the line if you were used as a human sacrifice. Oh. Did you see who was it? Was it NPR? They were looking at a mummy. I think it was it was Mayan or Aztec. And they had discovered her in like the 1990s. And she was frozen. So this oh, body yeah. just looks like, you know, it's a little grosser. It's a younger girl, right? Yeah. But I was like, dude, that's so sick. She was literally given as a sacrifice. And then her body was just frozen and mostly intact. And so now scientists are like looking at it to see like what life could have been like back then. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find it, but it is a thing. I saw it on the internet. Yeah, it's like I in all of the the different kinds of like even biological, like what were people eating? Like mm-hmm. what kind of enzymes were in their tummy? Like were they as lactose intolerant as we are now? Probably not. They're sucking straight from the tea. I think that really grew with us. Yeah. Did they have peanut allergies? Yeah, that I don't know. Maybe. But the big things, the big, big thing about the Mayan cosmology worldview that John Cusack did not tell us Mm -hmm. is that time is cyclical from the Mayan perspective. It's a circle. It's a circle. A lot of agricultural and animistic civilizations have this view of time and nature because when the crops are harvested, you know they're going to come back. And when the sun goes down, you know it's going to come back up later, right? Everything comes back around and there's no beginning and there's no end. There just is. That's good that they were onto that. It makes a lot of sense. A lot of times we think about time as like we are on a conveyor belt and we're moving forward through time and we're trying to get to like the end of whatever. Mm -hmm. And then there's also the other concept of the idea that you are stationary and that time moves through you. Yeah. Like that's like a really interesting way of being like you're the thing being affected upon as opposed to you affecting upon this like other entity. Yeah. Oh, I like that. You're in like parallel universes. You're talking the fourth mm-hmm. dimension over here. Mm-hmm. She's a science girl. Baby, the fifth dimension is love. Oh, she a science bride. I'm just a science cutie. Stunning. So what is Mayan astrology? One of the main differences between Western astrology and Mayan astrology is that Western astrology divines meaning from the stars and Mayan astrology divines meaning from blocks of time. Instead of worrying about zodiacs and houses, Mayan astrologers saw sky events in relation to the time at which they happened in reference to their calendars, right? Because their calendars are extensive and complicated and are to be respected deeply by those who fear them. I feel like calendars too, it's like, this is going to come up a lot later, but you basically visualize a circle and then a circle around it and a circle around that and they all like kind of move their own way not together ever Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's how you think about Mayan horoscopes too once we get there it's just all like moving kind of on its own but it's like a big map a big moving map yes exactly it's like some kind of fucking Lord of the Rings some kind of like geometrical you know what it is what biblically accurate angel all the rings moving around oh yeah 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 And that's right, calendars, plural. The most important being the sacred 260-day calendar known as the Zolkin. This calendar system exists nowhere else in the world. It is specific to Mesoamerica. 
The Mayan priestly caste used the Zokin to predict the future, track special events and rituals, and what we're interested in, divining personality types of individuals. Tell me about myself. Yeah. Who am I? Because I don't know. Okay, so let's get into some numbers. Starting with the macro, the Mayan grouped their year into 52-year cycles, assigning individual properties to each year. So this is like the Chinese 12-year lunar cycle, but 12 years was not enough. Mm -hmm. No, we need 52. Then you have what we would liken to months, which are the tresina. They are 13 days long, and there are 20 of them in each year. The personality department of the tresina is similar to the qualities we would subscribe to the moon in Western astrology. Then there's what you call your day sign, which is a 20-day cycle. This is like big personality and destiny energy. And within these 20 days, each day sign is attributed to a cardinal direction. So it starts with east, north, west, south, and then on the fifth day, comes back around to east, okay? Mm-hmm. Followed by an even tighter circle. We are the tiniest diaphragm. This is the Lord of the Night, which is a nine-day cycle. Which is a sick name. Right? I mean, we've got Death Knights, Death Kings, Death Lords. Death Lords, Lord of the Night. Woof. And this is giving big, like, Pluto energy, like your deep subconscious hidden motives. And finally, what phase, not astrological sign, what phase your Venus is in impacts how you relate to the world socially. And this one confused me a little bit because, like, The Mayans didn't have telescopes, so I'm not sure how they could see the phases of Venus. Like, I don't know if, like, their eyesight was just, I don't know. I have no idea. However, this is, was part of the book that I read. So this is a lot. Yeah. And Alicia's going to get into all of it. Well, let's all just, like, Alicia's going to, we're going to try to get into some of it. But let's just, like, appreciate that this is a lot. It's a well-thought-out system. Yes. I like the... The organizational, this is not Spongebob's rifling through drawers. This Mm -hmm. is like, this is a spreadsheet that's color coordinated. It's got tabs. Yeah. And I don't want to keep likening it to Western astrology because it's totally its own thing, but it's really the only language I have to describe it. So in Western astrology, we have the planets and they orbit around the sun, largely on similar planes meaning they go across our night sky they hit the same constellations right and they do it in the same order even though pluto's orbit is over 200 years old it will still travel through the sign capricorn same as mercury even though mercury's orbit is only 88 days so what if instead like alicia was saying hitting the same constellations the planets all hit different constellations like Like the outdated image of the atom. Like what if Mercury traversed through the path of Aquila the Eagle or Cassiopeia? You would have a Cassiopeia Mercury, but you could never have a Cassiopeia Pluto. Because it would never hit the same zodiac sign. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does make sense. It's a lot, guys. It is a lot. And it's too much. Do think the circles within a circle within a circle and each one kind of moves on its own like you're opening up a puzzle piece. That is kind of the Mm -hmm. best way to think about this. Mm-hmm. because the real question is like, how are we going to do this? Like I'm in my power. I'm witchy. I want to know how to do this. Dude, I don't fucking know. I don't know how this is some information. I don't even think we can do on our own. Honestly, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. We, we need an adult. There's the Zolkin, the Tricena, and then there are also Mayan galactic tones. It's also called cosmic tones. So if you hear both, they're interchangeable. And it's like, what the fuck is a Mayan galactic tone? 
Well, it's basically a number. They're throwing some numerology in there. Oh, my God. They were really like, what do women like? Astrology. Oh, we will give them what they want. <laughs> I feel seen. Like, this is great. One of the, um, the top questions on the front page of Reddit this morning was, why do women love astrology so much? And every, like, for the first, like, two pages of comments was, like, women really like knowing about themselves. And it's the only cosmological spiritual worldview that doesn't make them feel like assholes. <laughs> yeah, it kind of puts it in a nice place. It's like, these are your strengths. These are your weaknesses. But not like, you're a dick and no one should love you. Yeah. Although, for some of them, you need to read between the lines. And then it's like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Some of your horoscopes, like, you are a dick, but that's neither here nor there. So what is the easiest way to do this? It's honestly, it's going to be going to a website because we have also gone through different calendar systems ourselves. So even the days that they would have assigned to a day would not match at all because we've talked about calendars before on this podcast. Mm -hmm. And for us, it's even like, wait, am I a Scorpio? I don't know. I know. Don't even get me started on it. I can't even handle the idea of being a Libra. I'll die. Or an Ophiuchus. Is that what it's called? Ophiuchus. Yeah. Crazy. So this website that you can do, you can purchase like a detailed report. I don't like spending money. Don't purchase a detailed report. But this will tell you your horoscope. And it's called MyMayanSign.com. So you just put in your birth date. You literally don't give them any more information than that. And then they pull it up because they just use your birthday to find the answer. And so I know you are now pausing this podcast to find your Mayan astrology. So I'll wait. Oh, you're back. What's your, what's your sign? Dude, that's so cool. Well, good. I'm glad you guys are back with us. So as Tara was saying, in the Zolkin, there are 20 different signs that you could be assigned to. And some of them have multiple meanings and some have different translations. So they're called different things. And we're going to go through all these days and what they mean. Tara's going to come out as my, what's her name? Ivana. Who's the, the sexy you're little... Ivanka Trump? No, no I mean, <laughs> if anything, you're my Melania, but... <laughs> Foreign, Ivana White. Quiet. You're my Ivana White. Vanna White. Vanna White. Mwah, whatever. Yeah. I was so close. <laughs> Everyone appreciates it. You're coming out as my Vanna White. Looking mm -hmm. stunning. Looking a little cunty. It's great. It's all I've ever wanted. I'm going to hit those little panels. Then we're just going to switch off saying, because there's 20 of them. So we need different voices here. We're going to switch off saying what different horoscope you could be. Sounds good. Symbol. What different horoscope symbol you could be. All right. Well, you start us with day one, my darling. Yes, this is the crocodile. Ooh, scary. Which has very much like the fool energy to it. It's about new beginnings, new ideas. Your face is long. Your teeth are sharp. And you're just getting started. <laughs> and we're just getting started. Day two is the wind. So, okay, we have a crocodile. Now we have the wind. We're working with elements now. This is very different from... A Scorpio to a, oh, I don't fucking know. What even is a Sagittarius? Is that a bull? No, it's the um, centaur. Oh, a centaur? Okay. You know. 
Wind is an invisible driving force. It's concerned with intellect and communication. Very Mercury, this feeling of the mm-hmm. wind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely giving like Hermes Mercury energy. Yes. Day three is the house or the night. So either you're a whole house, Whoa. which congratulations in this economy, or <laughs> you're a knight. But like more like darkness, not like a man in shining armor. So this sign is about bridging the divide between the old and the new, the house and the night. I don't really know. But these people are often called old souls. So maybe you should start using some uh, hydraulic acid on your skin, mm-hmm. start moisturizing. I don't think it's hydraulic. I think it's hyaluronic. I think hydraulic acid might be something completely different to which I don't think we are endorsing that. Just so you know, I don't know what acid you're buying, but we need to talk about your Korean skincare routine then. (laughs) Gotta back you up a bit. But I did think that one was kind of bizarre because a house and night, like darkness, are very different concepts. Yeah. So I'm not really sure how the translation, like maybe it's literally like one letter difference. Like I really, you know, I don't know that much about Mayan culture to be able to explain how this happened. But it's just interesting to note. The next day, day four, is the lizard or the seed. And I'm just going to combine them. The lizard seeds are all about freedom of expression and living authentically. Because they're lizards and they're seeds. So like, that's fucking weird. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing more authentic and original. <laughs> I don't even know what that looks like, honestly. And I don't want to know. That's true. If this is your sign, get out of here. <laughs> you don't freak. You fucking freak. Day five, the serpent. Very interesting. I'm getting a lot of scales in the first few days of this Mayan astrology. Serpents are highly empathetic and considerate of others, yet they have strong characters and will fight for their beliefs and their reactions to things can be severe. So this is actually giving me a little bit of like Scorpio energy, Mm -hmm. right? Like you scare a snake, you're going to get bit. Okay. Yeah. Don't scare them. They have little rattles for a reason. Yeah. They're warning you. I love that. And I was like, okay, that makes a lot of sense for a serpent. Mm -hmm. Day six, death. What the fuck? You get to be death. Like, that's so dope. It symbolizes personal sacrifice, acceptance of change, and transformation. Just like what we're used to when death comes up in Western astrology. These people often experience a life full of change, but they can adapt to life's ups and downs. Mm -hmm. When God closes a door, he opens a window. (laughs) That was beautiful. (laughs) You're welcome. Okay, day seven. So... If I could change my sign, I want to be a deer. This is the deer sign. They are so cute. Deer in general or this sign? Just deer in general. I really don't even care about the sign. I just was like, I want to be a deer. Yeah. You are a deer. Thank you. A doe, a deer, a female deer. Exactly. (laughs) She's trotting. Yeah. Okay, tell us about the deer doll. Well, she's beautiful. Mm -hmm. She's rich. Oh. She, she's sexy and lounging she was yeah yeah and everybody wishes they were her <laughs> but mostly because they're like so adorable wait you wrote this <laughs> but a deer is also nomadic very sensual artistic eccentric and innovative this is the hot sign mm-hmm. like this sign does anal oh for sure they can be a little contradictory because a deer f- loves their family but they also love freedom they are prey <laughs> animals that's true they gotta run eyes on the sides of their head they got one eye on everybody it's so true 
Day eight is the rabbit. Rabbits are fun and lighthearted. They enjoy games, competition, and must always be doing something. Sometimes too much of those qualities lead to bad things, though, because you got to learn how to prioritize yourself. Mm-hmm. And you have to have room for rest, which I struggle with a lot. Yeah. Day nine. You thought we were done with all those elements. But no, let's get wishy-washy. This is the day <laughs> of water. Water signs, typical of what we think of water signs, are dreamers and visionaries who are sometimes psychic. Oh. Psychic. I know what's going on in your brain. They've got the emotional depth, um, but too much of that can make them paranoid and spiral into oblivion, which I identify with highly. (laughs) I guess we'll see if you're a water sign or not. I like the idea, though, it's like you're drowning in it. It's like literal. Mm -hmm. You could be drowning Mm -hmm. in those feelings. Day 10, the dog, the woofer, and we're halfway through the Zolkin sign. So really, good job, everyone. You've been keeping up. Dogs are team players, creative, and very loyal to those they care about. If their trust is broken, dogs will need to relearn how to trust others again. So that's their downfall. Break their trust, you might break them forever. But it's like up to you as the dog to be able to trust again. Mm-hmm. I know, very stray dog energy. Yeah, it's giving like dog abandoned on the side. It's giving homeward bound. It is. It's serving you need a hug right now. Day 11, monkeys don't hug these motherfuckers. <laughs> They'll rip your fucking face off. Monkeys crave attention and are super social. They also find it hard to stay focused, okay? That's because their eyes are darting around. <laughs> Manic on antidepressants. I mean, how can you stay so focused when you have so many friends to hang out with? Did I mention... These monkeys got so many friends. Yeah, they, they're the ADHD sign for sure. They're like always hip hop bopping around. Mm-hmm. But any moment, it's going to be like in the movie Nope. And that chimpanzee is going to fucking kill everyone in that stage. That's so true. Oof. Day 12, grass or road? This, you know, this makes sense. This is kind of a similar thing. Like grass, road, great. All kind of earthy. Grassy road people are reserved, but they feel and care deeply. Think of a blend of rationality and emotional maturity. So they're good, you know, just kind of quiet people. Always watching, Mm -hmm. I'm sure. Always watching to see what their neighbors are doing. Perceiving, keeping track. Uh, Day 13. Ooh, so lucky, lucky. It's Reed or Cain. So this one, also very similar. Persons born under Reed Cain are self-assured, and their motto is, never give up. And they love their rules and structure. So this is like, you know kind of giving me a hardworking, like, mm-hmm. strong read mentality. You can't break me. Like a Virgo Capricorn kind of vibe for that one. Yeah. Maybe even a Taurus. Ooh. Never give up. Mm-hmm. Day 14, the Jaguar. Sexy. Okay. Jaguars want to connect deeply, and of course, they're prone to psychic abilities. They come off moody and mysterious, and sometimes that's a bad thing because they are moody and mysterious. Gotta keep your emotions in check. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to hang out with the jaguar at the at the barcade, yeah. right? No one wants to go to the bluegrass festival with the jaguar. Yeah, so you got to keep it together. Day fifteen, we are coming in. We are closing in. This is the eagle. <laughs> Eagles are independent perfectionists who are technically minded. Technically. 
technically they have minds, <laughs> but also they think very technically. They have a rebellious streak and are known to philosophize. Oh, that could be good or bad. Who knows? Day 16, the owl or the vulture. Vulture owls are serious people who have to learn to rise above their defeats, overcome their limits, and face life realistically. The sign is good luck in new beginnings. Okay. I like that. I like good luck anywhere, honestly. I could use some luck. Yeah. Day 17, earth or earthquakes? So these earthy quakes are creative thinkers and innovative trailblazers who explore possibilities and try new approaches. So... In the John Cusack movie, when they're trying to take off in that airplane. <laughs> That's the earthy quakes. <laughs> That's the earthy quakes. Hard at work. Innovative. <laughs> Trailblazers. Lava. These are the people who see an abandoned cave and want to go explore in it. They're crazy. <laughs> you need to put them on like one of those little baby leashes. Yes, you do. They're also, they're also the people that get trapped in caves. They are. <laughs> it's fucking. These people need to just. Go to Cancun and enjoy a pina colada and relax. It's very much like, let me go in the abandoned cave. And yes, I am the person who also does get stuck in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, crazy. Day 18, the knife. It's a knife. <laughs> How do they get a knife? <laughs> These people have a sharp mind. <laughs> I mean, that's what it said in my research. They have a sharp but... mind. I was like, okay. <laughs> I know. Tara's like, I'm going to jump out the window. I want so much medicine. (laughs) (laughs) Good. That's the only way to do this. They are brave and practical people. That makes sense, though, right? It's like, you know, it's very decisive. Yeah. Very utilitarian. Very decisive. We're not thinking about it. We're just acting. All right. Day 19. Second to last. Storm or rain? So these little rainstorms are diplomatic and fantastic caregivers, and it makes sense, right? It's the rain. That makes yeah, like rain, flowers, grass, yeah, things grow. Exactly. You're being it's, nurtured. It's nurturing. The animals get water to drink. Mm-hmm. It's very important. You're kind of. It's like you're the go-go juice that makes the world go round. Yeah. Our final day, day twenty. Light, or in other translations, flower. It's our final sign of the Zolkin calendar. The light flowers have an innocent nature and they're really kind-hearted souls. Light flowers just want to have fun, but they may have unrealistic expectations. Oh, They're a little like too, you know, a bit space cadet-y. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm going to go to school to be a doctor. And it's like, well, Mackenzie, you have a (laughs) 2.0. And you pass out every time we do the frog yeah. Dissection. So I just don't think you're going to be a doctor. It's just not going to happen. You could be a dentist. Maybe. That's a doctor. Kind of. Mm-hmm. But not a doctor doctor. And not to shame no. our dentists out there. Good teeth are very necessary for a good life. And thank mm-hmm. you for all that you do because I'm sure you don't hear that enough. Yeah. God bless the, the dentists out there. They should have like their own day off, honestly. Just <gasps> dentists. Yeah, like we have the railroad workers. Mm-hmm. Dentists should go on strike. They need like a national holiday. When would it be? Hmm. Ooh, probably like the day after Halloween with all that candy. And they're just like, nah, I can't deal with it. That's solid. Yeah. That's a really good idea. Okay. We'll uh, call Biden up and ask. We'll try to get something up going, going up the chain. Hey, hey Joe Biden. He's like, grows the economy. <laughs> Helps everybody. Hurts nobody. Oh, what a time to be alive, darling. All right. So the real question is, 
what are our day signs? Because this is I. We didn't excited. do all of this just to not say what ours are. <laughs> all right, you ready, Tara? I'm nervous. I have a feeling, Tara. Your day sign is a hippity hop of a rabbit. Oh, really? Yeah. What did you think yours was? I was really afraid I was going to be this flower. Oh. (laughs) Also, I was afraid I was going to be the grass road. The grassy road. So here are your rabbit hot button personality traits. Energetic, busy, nervous, intelligent, and playful. Clever, but slightly paranoid, likes to fight. I do fight a lot with people in the shower, privately in my I was like, I think that's a character trait that you could, uh let go of a little bit more and start fighting more people. (laughs) But I love that you have it in you. Rabbits are very lucky and have a fortunate destiny. Oof. Thank God. One of your greatest features is how you make people so comfortable and your easygoing nature. You just have a natural talent to make money and create abundance in your life. I feel like you won the jackpot. This is such a good one. I mean, I did want to be more mysterious, but... Let's face it, that's not me. And I mean, make money and create abundance, right? Like, that sounds sick. The abundance of the rabbit benefits you mentally as well. You attract different people, ideas, and experience. Kind of like an abundance magnet. You're like a magnet. I am. I'm very magnetic. Things stick to me. Things stick with you. Trauma sticks. It all sticks. (laughs) Trash. Trash. The toilet paper in the bathroom all sticks to me. (laughs) Kick me signs. Oh, Your highly developed aesthetic perception, bright mind, and humorous manner allow you to have a joyful life. And you can be a great parent. Aww. You may be a productive person as well as a pleasure seeker. Your tendency to seek pleasure can create an addiction to alcohol, drugs, etc. This can make you self-destruct, so you got to watch yourself. Okay, I'll watch myself. Your challenges, self-destruction, and keeping yourself on task. And the remedies to this... Avoid extremes and excess. Choose your friends and lovers wisely. Because if you're in the wrong crowd, you know, you're going to be doing all those bad drugs. Yeah. I mean, I I could easily be swept away. Peer pressure. I'm a rabbit. Yeah. That's true. They just kidnap you. An eagle comes down, (laughs) eats you. I don't know. (laughs) A vulture comes down. Yeah. Grabs. (laughs) Career choices for rabbits include farmer, philosopher, and mathematician. Okay. I can fuck with philosopher and farmer. And I, these might be like, Mayan jobs. I don't know how real they are to this economy, this timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Signs you get along with other rabbits, cane reeds, knives, and the house knights. <laughs> the rabbits love knives. Yeah. <laughs> signs that contribute to your growth other rabbits, grass roads, vulture owls, light flowers, and lizard seeds. Okay. Okay. I love that. And then. I did it for Marcel and myself as well. And we share our day sign. Do you have the same? We're the same. That's so cute. Oh, my God. And it's the vulture owl. <laughs> That's going to take you You've away. Me. To feed to Where my babies. I don't know. You're feeding me to Artemis? Yeah, maybe. She does look hungry. <laughs> well, good. I've been getting nice and fat. Mmm. A squishy cat. Here are personality traits, according to this, of the vulture owl. Serious, wise, profound. (laughs) I mean, come on. Realistic and pragmatic. Status conscious, has high standards, hardened to life. 
<laughs> oh no. Becomes a counselor by learning life lessons from others. I can kind of see that. Yeah, totally. I could also see high standards, like, Same. and also like learning life lessons mm -hmm. from others, like very perceptive of others' life paths. Yeah. Like very perceptive of other people's failings and jotting that down in my notebook, being like, we're not going to yeah. do that. We're, we're going to try yeah. something different. Exactly. Vulture owls are a symbol of wisdom, especially the knowledge of the old ones. I want to know who are these old ones? <laughs> Where have they been hiding? <laughs> Where are they? Mayans say that persons born on the day of the owl vulture are old souls reincarnated many times to this life, which kind of contradicts our episode where we found out Marcel was a new soul. Yeah, that's interesting. But I don't know if they have a concept of like, this is the first time I saw reincarnation even be mentioned. So I don't know if their concept of reincarnation is would be the same one that we're used to. It could be something different. Yeah. And because, I mean, Mayans were so insular, mm -hmm. like their culture is so specific to that area. Like so much of this is exists nowhere else on the planet. Yeah. It brings telepathic abilities that keep you connected to the wisdom of sacred places. Vulture owls Ooh. wish the best for yourself and the people close to you. However, you would like to eliminate those who, don't, who do not fit your high standards. That sounds so like me. Snip, snip. Because of your didactic nature and teacher-like characteristics, you tend to look for high status and authority in society. I need to be respected. Mm -hmm. That's it. Minds believe that the vulture owl people came to this life to purify and burn a lot of karma from past lives. So maybe there's some kind of karma thing going on interesting it makes this lifetime a challenging one huh the utmost important point of awareness for you especially in hostile times is to not stress which sounds easier said than done yeah very patronizing minds say that the type of karma vulture owl signs need to clean has to do with sexual pleasures or addictions to which i say oops my bad oops i did it again the vulture owl challenges are to overcome issues of self-confidence and self-control. And the remedy to this is to excel in career in everything you do. But don't stress. Don't stress about it. You just need to be perfect, honestly. Yeah, because you fucked up so much last time. Because <laughs> I was some kind of fucking criminal orphan in a past life. Criminal orphan slave. Yeah. <laughs> and yet nobody wants to work anymore. No one wants to work. Vulture owl careers. A strategist, politician, mathematician, preacher, or doctor. A I've preacher. always thought that you would be an excellent preacher slash cult leader. Thank you. I think so, too. I just have to find enough vulnerable people and, like, have some kind of symbol and, like, dictate what they mm -hmm. wear. And I think I'm well on my way. Yeah, I think so. Signs that vulture owls get along with. Other vulture owls, monkeys, crocodiles, and death. And signs that contribute to your growth... Other vulture owls, grassy roads, light flowers, lizard seeds, and rabbits. I just mean. That's, and it, those are like the same signs as yours. So I guess we have like a little cohort going on. That makes sense. I wonder if there are like, like similar to how like the signs have, the Western astrology has elements or like genders and stuff within all of their signs. Like I wonder if there is kind of like this crew gets along together. This click. These are the preps, and these are the jocks, and these are the punks. I can see that. But that's only one part of figuring out your Mayan astrological sign. There are two more things we need to get through first. 
to get that full picture. Okay. Next up is the Tresina and Cosmic Tones. Those are also known as the Galactic Tones. I mentioned them earlier. The 13-day cycle in the Zolkine is called the Tresina. Each day of the Tresina has a unique vibration. Similar to musical tones, energies of the 13 days are called tones. Each one of these 13 tones has a different vibration and therefore has a different and unique influence on us. And Mayans perceive the number 13 as divine, you know, contrary to many superstitions where it's an unlucky number. All right. Have I lost you yet? We've got 20 day signs. Yeah, I mean, I'm sleepy, but I'm You're here. I'm here. I'm here. Outside of those 20 day signs are the Tresina and Cosmic Tones. And that's a number one through 13. So you know your day sign. And now you find out what number is associated with it. That's the, the Cosmic Tones. And then you go out one step further. Here's an example. If your day sign is a rabbit and... At your birth, the number assigned to you is number 12. That means that you were born on the 12th day of a tracena that began with a different day number. In this example, it'd be the crocodile. So that's okay. purely an example. So you have to locate which tracena sequence your tracena is in, which is why I said this is literally impossible for us to do without the internet. Wow. Because I have no idea. We don't have access to those calendars. And also, I don't have access to that patience. Yeah, you'd have to be constantly counting backwards, right? Yeah. Like, you'd have to find out what the day is today and then just, like, keep counting back. Exactly. And this is where, like, that idea of the circle map giant puzzle piece comes in because this is how you're kind of rotating. I almost feel like they must have something like this back in ancient Mayan culture. They must have created something to make it yeah, easier. Yeah, mechanism, mm -hmm. 100%. So let's jump into our Tresina signs and then we'll wrap up for today. Tara has a cosmic tone of one, which when oh. you spin all the calendars shows that her Tresina sign is da -da 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 -da. also the rabbit. Oh my God. You're a double I rabbit, dude. What does that mean? Literally, it's the same meaning as your first rabbit. You're just double so the I'm, rabbit. So sometimes I'm it's just, like two parts of a personality combined and you are literally... Two same parts. You're just two fucking bunnies making love. I am all one note. <laughs> I guess if I you want to water it down. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. Extra busy. Extra nervous. <laughs> extra at risk for addiction issues. Extra likes to fight. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Energetic, busy, nervous, intelligent, playful, clever, but slightly paranoid. Likes to fight. That's you. Lucky. I, maybe that's double the luck. Double lucky. Okay, I can, you can I accept. You fuck double lucky, yeah. So Marcel and I have different Tresina signs. Thank God. Or this would be a very silly conversation that we're having. <laughs> you, be, you, you are marrying yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't but sound in, like a in bad the capitals, thing. Yeah. You're lowercase and he's capital. Mm -hmm. Marcel's Tresina sign is the Jaguar. Oh, meow. Oh, row, 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 row. <laughs> That's me, him hissing. Oh. I don't know. Oh. The Jaguar's personality traits are sensitive, intelligent, and psychic. Can be aggressive, but avoids confrontation. And so our little cancer baby is just a big pooty cat. Oh. Jaguars are strongly connected in both material and spiritual ways. Its energy is feminine in nature and is the ruling spirit of the plains, mountains, and forests. 
You may direct your love for nature and work hard for the good of the environment. And according to the Mayans, the jaguars are an animal with strong night vision, which means it can see things that other animals cannot see. Likewise, jaguar people can also see things that others do not, which is due to their psychic abilities. Interesting. I like that connection. The challenges to a jaguar type are you just don't like confusing and complex relationships. You need it to be simple. Yeah. Keep it all on the surface. Mm -hmm. And then how to remedy that is to just develop counseling and therapy skills where you can navigate different kinds of people at different times. Easy. I mean, that's solid advice. Yeah. Because you will, you know, approach uh, and be impacted by complex people. It's true. It's, that's just the way of life. Appropriate professions, philosopher, mathematician. This is the second time Marcel's been told to be a mathematician, and this is why I have him do my taxes. I'm the smart one. Your honor? <laughs> In the court of law. Yes. I exhibit A. <laughs> exhibit A.2. <laughs> Signs that a jaguar gets along with. Other jaguars. Rainstorms, lizard seeds, and water. Signs that contribute to a jaguar's growth. Other jaguars. Knives. Wind. Death and dogs. Death and dogs. Death and dogs. Is a great movie name. It really is. Death and dogs. Or like a good restaurant. Yay! Or yeah. Oh, like a steampunk. Spicy hot dog. Like hot dog. Yeah. A steampunk yeah. hot dog restaurant. But also they're road dogs, so it's like you can like drive your motorcycle right up to the yeah. restaurant. <laughs> yes, I love that. We're starting a business. Get a dog in your hog. Put a dog in your hog. <laughs> my lord. All right, I want to know where you are. All right, now for mine. Drum roll, please. It's an eagle. lot of bird energy yeah this vulture owl and then the eagle very respectable birds like oh, yeah. we are not over here tweety birding this is like <laughs> god bless America. it's so true personality traits for the eagle independent ambitious and escapist skilled in scientific and technical subjects ah, critical and meticulous has unique ideas about life yes all 100 percent yeah. And you say brah about scientific stuff, but you are prone to curiosity. Yes. And that is very important. Got to lead a curious cat lifestyle. Eagles are the symbol of spiritual wisdom to know from within. Your ability to listen to your inner voice makes you a natural oracle. Oh, that's that preacher thing again. And brings you spiritual power. Intuition is one of your key talents. You are a natural born visionary and you like to inspire people. That's sweet. You are on a mission to help others gain a higher vision, which is true for me. And that goes with my vulture owl of being like, I have high standards for other people. I really yeah. do. Although you are aware that details are essential, if you see someone getting stuck in the details, you feel obliged to show or remind them about the big picture. I feel like I do that a lot. Absolutely. Also, if you have eyesight problems, this might indicate that this aspect of the eagle is blocked within you, which means that it's over for me. Oh, no. <laughs> I am the most nearsighted eagle that's ever flown these skies. But she is very scientific. <laughs> but I'm a doctor. <laughs> oh, no, she's an eye doctor. Eagle PhD. <laughs> okay. Eagle life challenges. Unusual relationship patterns. Okay. Vague, but sure. How to remedy this. 
knowing human nature. I feel like I don't know. I don't know how to do that. Career choices. Poet, sculptor, painter, priest, priest, scientist, and merchant. Wow. Signs you get along with. Other eagles, light flowers, serpents, and dogs. Signs that contribute to your growth. Other eagles, monkeys, storms, house knights, and deer. And that is the Tresena and the day signs. And then in our next episode, we're going to talk about the cosmic galactic tones and like what that means and what the numerology means for all of that. But this is already so much. Like I feel very seen by a lot of this. Yeah. Like just coming in to the first like two sections. I know I do too. And they're pretty in depth. And like imagine Mm -hmm. if you had like a different Tresina sign. It's a whole different thing to read. Yeah. It's a whole different thing to think about. And like people that you're you're compatible with and people that you know I'm also interested in the idea of contribute to your growth like does that mean in some ways potentially conflict with like these people Mm. like people don't grow in easy environments people grow when they're challenged yeah I wonder but we're also like best friends and we match in one of those aspects of my personality so it's like yeah is it like support as well and maybe it is people who challenge you maybe it's like the gamut of both Mm -hmm. like you got to get some love but you also gotta fight for what you believe in exactly well this was amazing baby witches please let us know what your day sign and your tracena are and don't ask us again how to do it alicia gave you (laughs) what was it a url my mayan let me find it my mayan mommy my mind America Ferreira for president.com. It is my But before we go, we have some people to thank. We would like to thank our vulture owl jaguar, Marcel Perez, Mallory Porter, our creative director, and Kevin McLeod for the music that we use in our intro and outro each week. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. I'd also really like to thank anyone who's written an Apple podcast review or subscribed to our channels on Spotify or wherever you're getting podcasts these days. There are so many places. Would you Google our names? There are all these websites I've never heard of. (laughs) I believe that. But they're making podcasts. That's awesome. If you want to find Alicia, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram, Alicia period herder. And if we want to find you, Tara... You can find me on Instagram at her lovely face. That's my art Instagram. And if you want to find Dolly, you can find her at Dolly Osmond. She's so profound. She has her own yeah. We are on Instagram at which yes. Share an episode in your stories. Tag us. We'll feature you on our stories. Man, we got a busy few weeks coming up. You and I do. Yeah. But if you're missing anything witchy. You can always head to our Discord server, which is in our show notes, like join this community of fantastic witches and ask any of your witchy questions there or just, you know, make some new friends. And if you don't like any of the socials, you can always contact us via email at witchespodcast at gmail.com. Baby witches, by the time you're hearing this, I will be getting married in exactly seven days. Mm. And if there is any opportunity for us to accidentally miss episodes, we're going to try to not do that. If we have to, the Patreon witches aren't going to miss a fucking beat. That's right. $5 Patreon witches, they paid for it. They deserve it. $5 Patreon witches and above are getting two extra episodes a month. $10 and above get access to our close friends list and more. And they get to know about what each episode is about. They've known 
about Mayan astrology for probably two weeks now. Mm-hmm. They're in it. They've got the knowledge. We got to satisfy them. Satisfy this Patreon monster. And I guess now that I'm feeling quite satisfied, that means this has been... Which, Which yes. yes! Bye, guys! I love you, bye!